You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Brad, and I'm here with Joey this week. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 884, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Now, before we go on, I want to say you're getting the B cut on the flip side of this record today because it's me and Joey at the helm and this was a last minute call that we had to make because we had technical difficulties with the Zoom recording. So Vicki, Stephanie, Gina, our sincerest apologies that that didn't work. Uh, unfortunately, we I could not find it anywhere. It's one of those technical things that just happened. We will double and triple check the settings next week before the next recording, but uh, we're sure that we recorded it just the way we always have. But sometimes these technical things just happen. So unfortunately, you get the B team today. We will do our best. Joey was <laughs> um, nice enough to, to sit in last minute and help me with it so that you would have a show on Wednesday instead of just nothing. So hopefully we'll get through it, all will be good, and it won't be a major issue. Even the BBC lost some Doctor Who episodes. It happens to everyone. That's true. <laughs> Just a reminder that all of the regular hosts here at the Mousecapades and More podcasts are travel agents. So if you're looking to book a trip, they'd be glad to help. Just text Vicky, Gina, or Stephanie at 636-373-4497, and they'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket baggage. So contact us today. Well, good news. Most of the walls are down at Walcott, as Matt so lovingly likes to refer to it. Hallelujah. We're talking about Epcot, obviously, but we call it Walcott. And the reviews are all very positive. The videos of Dreamers Point and the World Celebration Gardens were simply fantastic. And as if the site during the day wasn't exciting enough, the nighttime view is even more amazing. The lighted pathways and cool lights in this area, uh, it makes all of us want to just hop on a plane and go see them, um, which actually Vicky gets to do this weekend. Um, <laughs> as if that wasn't enough, Luminous, the story of us, is awesome. Vicky was able to watch a live broadcast of that show. And while the name is a little different, once she viewed it, she understood it. That's a nighttime display that shows Disney over time, encompassing many of the Disney Pixar favorites, old and new. So, Joe, I'm actually excited to see this live the next time I go. I'm very excited for the show, and I'm even more excited that it's not going to take 15 minutes to get from Guardians to Soren, because uh, that's that's just atrocious. And I'm very glad that we can walk across the middle now. Yes, Walcott was not... Not a lot of people were a fan of Walcott, for sure. I was more accepting when I thought it was going to be like a year, but then it just kept on going. Correct. Yeah. So hopefully that tide is turning now as some of these things become more, you know, readily available and open to the public. 
In other news, Nick Cannon was recently interviewed about his love for Disneyland. Now, he reveals that he spends about $200,000 a year at Disneyland. He has 12 children, and nine of them are under the age of six. He visits the parks at least once a month so that they can celebrate all the milestones with his children in the park. He said that in addition to the park tickets and other add-ons, he likes to pay to stay on property and for a chaperone for the kids. Wow. $200,000 a year. You can go through it quick. <laughs> Which is actually less than Shoei Otani's going to get with his new contract at <laughs> $70 million a year for the Dodgers. I was like, wow. But 200000 a year at Disneyland? That's that's a lot by any standard. Oh, wow. To each his own. If that's what he wants to spend it on and he wants to make those memories, that's what it's about. I mean, he's got it. He does. And furthermore, Neil Patrick Harris, he was in Disney World. This past weekend, he's actually one of the narrators for the Candlelight Processional, which that's the annual event at the Christmas season. And uh, it seems that fans loved his performance. A lot of people just like him in general, but uh, we have actually been there for a reading when he's done it. And he is really good. He delivers it really well. And he even made a joke about the theme park. He, he welcomed everyone to Epcot where every parent can order tequila. So I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> at last year's event, he took many shots at the recently fired Bob. You almost said Bob Paycheck. I have to intentionally say his name right now because I'm so used to saying Bob Paycheck. It's Bob yep. Chapek. So as always, Harris did a great job. He's been narrating this event for many years. And a lot of guests book their trip based on when he's going to be narrating the story because they specifically want to hear him tell it. And he is good. I will say that. Yeah, he's very charismatic. Correct. I have no surprises as to why he got so good at acting. <laughs> right. Now moving out of the parks and into theaters, Disney's Wish continues to fight back at the box office. Kaylee went to see this movie and she thought it was much better than the reviews had led to believe. Her opinion is people just want to find the bad in the movies, so they comp complain about Disney. She commented that the music is wonderful, and she does truly stand by that. She said there's a lot of similarities, a lot of reusing from other movies, but she overall said it was very good. Now, we are going to tell you some of the things she told us about the movie. She said that you know, there's a lot of references to other movies previous as a part of the Disney's 100th anniversary. Now, Kaylee says that while this was never really mentioned in the advertising, that there are seven characters that all reflect the seven dwarves' personalities, and their names even start with the same letter. Their outfits are similar to those dwarves as well, which she took her a while to realize that one in the movie. She said she was getting annoyed, and she was just wondering why this guy keeps sneezing. And then it hit her. That's when she realized, oh, they're supposed to be the dwarves. And it made a lot more sense to her. But she said Peter Pan also made an appearance. And Kaylee's felt like there was a scene that mirrored Pocahontas. She said she was pleasantly surprised and everyone should see the movie. And she did show me one of the songs from the movie. Let me listen to it. It is really good. I think the music, um, I listened to a couple of the songs, even though I've not seen the movie. The songs seem to be very good, which is a big part of it for me, only because I like music so much. Uh, but yeah, I think it's... I think it's good. I think people, you know, the negativity, it's just the general trend with Disney lately. People are looking for the negative rather than the positive, I think, based on how things have been going with prices and leadership and all that. I think 
that used to not be the case so much. They would give Disney the benefit of the doubt more. I think some people are not willing to do that anymore. And Disney's on a shorter chain for a lot of people right now for them to get it right. So I hope it does continue to do well at the box office because, you know, it didn't have a great opening weekend, but it is seems to be holding its own now that it's gotten going. So I do hope it that continues. Yeah, Disney could use a winner. Yeah, like a big winner. Yeah. Okay, so January 21st, that's going to be the last day guests can see the Haunted Mansion overlay in Disneyland. So beginning on January 22nd, the next day, the Haunted Mansion will be closing for an undetermined amount of time. And Disney's going to make way for a new expanded cube. And this expanded queue is going to immerse guests in enhanced theming. Disney has shared that, quote, local legend suggests the manor known today as Haunted Mansion was first built by a prosperous sea captain. To this day, the mansion's staff faithfully maintains the happy haunting grounds. And so this expanded queue will tie into these stories and more, including new gardens inspired by Master Gracie, Madame Leota, and the one-eyed cat. End quote. And also closed for refurbishment is the Mark Twain Riverboat and Astro Orbiter. So this is the season where they go into January's typically the season where they take a lot of things down for refurbishment. Refurb time. Yeah. Is this when they're going to be adding the Hatbox Ghost or is that a separate? I think they had said they were bringing the Hatbox Ghost to the Magic Kingdom from Disneyland as well. Like they're introducing that character. I believe it's there. Oh, it's already there? I believe so. I believe I saw on Kyle Palo's uh, ride through of the ride last week that it's already there. Well, I'm excited to see that because the Californians love that hat box ghost. Yes, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. In other less fun news, in the midst of Disney's 100th celebration, Disney's now being sued by 9,000 women over salary disparity. According to Variety, a judge has allowed 9,000 women to sue Disney in a class action lawsuit, alleging that the company paid these women less than their male counterparts. The lawsuit is the largest ever certified under California's Equal Pay Act, which states that an employer may not pay a worker less based on race, ethnicity, or sex. Lori Andrus, the plaintiff's attorney, stated that Disney has been gaslighting these women for four years. She continued, they love their jobs, they love the brand, but they want to be respected and treated the way they should be in the workplace. The lawsuit includes female employees who have worked for the company in California since 2015 in a non-union position below the level of vice president. It covers employees from the Disneyland hotels and theme park, the cruise line, the Disney film and TV studios, ABC, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and other units. It does not include Pixar, ESPN, Hulu, Fox, or FX. Okay. Sounds like a company trying to squeeze every dime out of its workers like they always try to. And I think... This is just another indication that, you know, Disney is again on a shorter chain than they've ever been before to make some of these things right and to get it right. Well, they've lost the trust of of not just the guests, but evidently the workers. And quite frankly, I don't blame any of those people that have lost the trust in Disney because they haven't had the greatest track record in the last few years. Correct. The trend has not been an upward one in the past few years. So... It'll be interesting to see what comes of that. We'll follow that and let you know what comes of that lawsuit. So big things will be happening in January at Epcot, formerly Walcott. I have to just throw it in because I love the Walcott reference. (laughs) Um, Beginning January 9th, for the first time in almost four years, people will be flocking to the parks for the return of the Disney dining plan. 
I'm excited for this. Unlimited park hopping. That's another good one. And lack of park reservation requirements for most tickets. So those are three big hitters that have been kind of a stick in people's crawl this last few years. So they don't like, you know, where's the dining plan? Why do I have to make park reservations? Why can't I? Why am I limited on hopping? It's those are big ones, and that's coming. They're going to remove those in January, and so that's a big day for the park. But January twelfth is the day that we think has even bigger news, and that's the day that the Festival of the Arts begin. I won't tell you what the acronym for that is. You can figure that out for yourself. Um, but it's the Festival of the Arts. Put it together, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, there will be. All sorts of great food, activities, merchandise, and entertainment for this annual festival. And there's probably going to be high crowd volumes on that day. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm very excited to see unlimited park hopping and the park reservations go away. Also, dining plans coming back. We're getting back to some normalcy. Uh, aside from Genie Plus, it looks like they're bringing back a lot of the stuff that they got rid of for COVID. Yes. I mean, I think this will be a definite positive for Disney when they do these things come January. We'll we'll have to see what the reaction is and how this plays out. I don't know. We we've seen other things though where they do bring things back but it's not quite the same as it was. Like they make enough changes where it's like, well, you can't really do that anymore even though they brought it back. There's still restrictions. So we'll we'll have to see if it's truly gloves off completely free reign the way it was, or if there's still going to be some kind of, you know, restrictions around or limitations around these things. It'll be interesting. Definitely. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. Now the 2024 springtime surprise run medals have been revealed. The race weekend will be April 18th to the 21st, 2024. The first race is the Neverland 5k. The 10k is the adventure is out there with Russell and the up house. The Hakuna Matata 10 miler is next. Finally, there is a medal for Stitch's Ohana Challenge. Guests can receive this medal if they complete all three races, which is 19.3 miles. Don't forget, you can also take part in the Springtime Surprise Yoga. And for the first time ever, guests can participate in Run Disney Springtime Surprise Splash at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. I thought that you weren't supposed to run at a water park. That's like kind of the whole thing. Don't run with scissors and don't run at a water park. Yeah, don't run by the pool. Not that you have to tell me and dad that, because as we've said before, and we'll say it again, running and fun don't usually belong together. No, I, would, I don't put those in the same sentence. It's not fun. You run out of necessity. Correct. And I like how this first one, the first race is called the Neverland 5K. <laughs> if it was me doing it, it would be the Never Finish 5K. <laughs> so... I don't know. I mean, I know these people are into these races and the and the marathons and the I don't know. I don't I've never done one. I'm not saying I couldn't do one, but that's a long haul. <laughs> not our cup of tea. And like, yeah. And like you said, not fun. Not what we would put in the fun category. So maybe one day, but not anytime soon for me, at least. <sighs> All right, next up, in a surprising announcement, Disney's Wish, again, the movie, it's earned a Golden Globe nomination. It beat out multiple critically acclaimed favorites. And so overall, this year has been a pretty good year for the Walt Disney Company at the theme parks. Uh, Walt Disney Resort, Disneyland Resort, and every other park around the world has been very successful. And even though this movie, Wish, 
was supposed to be Disney's saving grace, it hasn't done that great at the box office, at least not yet. It's the first movie since 2005's Chicken Little that's said to be certified rotten. Ugh. That's from uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I think. That's who gave them that, so that uh, old stamp. Yeah, but the Hollywood Foreign Press apparently disagrees uh, because they recognize them with a nomination for Best Animated Film of the Year. So again, this is kind of like, you know, Kaylee saw this movie. She thought it didn't, it had not gotten enough credit for what it is. Um, what I've seen, it, what I've heard of it as far as the music is great. But again, I think Disney's fighting an uphill battle on some of their recent flops. So I think they have to overcome that somehow. And I don't know if that's with this movie or it's if it's going to take some other good, solid movies in succession before they're back on solid footing. I definitely have to see that one just to get an idea of what's going on there with the discrepancy. Yeah. Well, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin are debuting two new holiday attractions. There's a new elf outpost and there's also Tales from the North Pole. Join Santa's elves for a tour of their elf outpost, including the toy workshop and bakery, where guests can enjoy complimentary cookie decorating. The fully stocked toy workshop will also offer crafts and toys for purchase. The Tales from the North Pole will happen twice nightly. The elves will treat guests to milk and cookies and a special reading of the Christmas classic, Twas the Night Before Christmas, wishing a Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Families will also receive their own book to take home. This is a paid experience. Don't forget. Oh, paid experience. Mm. It reminds me of the uh, Santa Claus movie where Jack Frost turns it into a business yeah. in the North Pole. So not surprising. So transportation. Let's talk about transportation. Orlando International Airport wants people to know that they are expecting large crowds this holiday season. They had over 2 million people pass through the airport for Thanksgiving. Wow. So they want people to know that when traveling to Orlando realize what you're up against. Just like we tell you for Disney, you'll need to pack some patience always. We're sure that there will be delays, full flights, and who knows whatever fun things. I just hope there's not a repeat of the Southwest debacle a year or two ago when there was luggage like just sitting in the airport. It was kind of crazy. I hope that doesn't happen again, but that was a separate thing with the airline itself. So I don't know. It's going to be packed. It's busy. It seems to be getting busier every year. I don't know if it's mm -hmm. true, but it just feels so much busier than it ever did when back when we were first starting to go during the mm -hmm. Christmas time. So I think it's just a getaway that people are, they just want to go to. They want to feel the magic and they want to feel the Christmas love. So they're going, they're just flocking there during the Christmas season. Yeah. Now McDonald's has some new toys to put in their Happy Meals. In October, they released the 100 Disney toys, and people rushed to every McDonald's within a 20-mile radius of their home to get some. Some people created a Facebook page and tried to complete their collections. Well, the newest toys are the new McNugget Buddies. There are six different characters that you can collect. While we realize that these aren't Disney, we know everyone likes, to, we know everyone likes something fun to collect. And they're Disney-themed still, even if they're not made by Disney. So there's going to be someone that's got to collect them all. I just don't like the name, the McNugget Buddies. Uh <laughs> There's just something about it. I don't know. That's just wrong. There's a mispronunciation in there waiting to happen. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my gosh. Well, everyone, we've come to the end of the show today. And like we said, you got the B team. Not saying it was a great show today, but we did our darndest and our best to get through it. 
<laughs> Hopefully we didn't. We did it justice and you weren't completely bored and driving off the road because you just can't stand listening to us. But we hope you had a good time. We had kind of a good time. Mm-hmm. We weren't planning to do this, but we do expect to be back on the bench next week. Yes. <laughs> That's where I like to spend most of my time is on the bench. I ride the bench at Disney a lot, and I like to be on the bench here at home, too, um, most of the time, unless I'm absolutely needed. So before we let you go today, we do want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Uh, Thanks for taking time to listen to us to discuss these recent rumors and news, and we hope you find our banter was entertaining, not boring and useful, but (laughs) Hey, it may have been to you. So please tell us about it. Give us uh, give us a rating on Apple or Podbean or send us a comment. It really means a lot to us here at the podcast. Uh, We want to hear what you think. Even if you have to throw tomatoes, we want to hear what you think. So we love hearing from you. And we do have a special request. We're putting together a special Christmas episode and we would love for you to text us and tell us your favorite Christmas memory, whether it's Disney related or not. Uh, We just want to share your memories with all the listeners, if you're willing to tell us what those are. So you can simply text those to 636-373-4497. Again, 636-373-4497 by Thursday, this Thursday, December 14th. So we can share them on our Friday, December 22nd show. So please send them in. Mm -hmm. We'd also love to hear your review, see if we're certified rotten just like Wish was. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or if you have a question or comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. If you'd like a free quote, contact Vicky, Stephanie, or Gina at 636-373-4497. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicky will be talking to Tony Crane. He has visited all of the Disney parks in the world. Yes, not just the U.S., in the world. He has some insights into how to make that happen and to make it happen economically. And he also has some tips for, you know, navigating and getting around and doing things like that in the international parks. So that was very helpful. Please listen to that. If you have any thoughts or wishes of going to an international park it's more doable than you think so don't miss that episode as always thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears the mousecapades and more podcast well i think it's about that time no capes just keep swimming have a magical day my friends can you remember back to the simpler time Back to the watercolor days that still run through your mind. Oh, I remember just my old friend and me running through an open field the way it used to be. The feeling that our hearts could just take wings, we could live out all our dreams. The journey there.
Remember